my friend Dave Drury has written a book called Being Dad. It's a book about the things that his dad did well as he raised his children. In Being Dad, Dave writes, you don't have to be a superhero to be a good dad. Intentionality is 99% of successful fatherhood. And apathy is the reason for every father who fails at the job. It's not about your skills, education, or upbringing. It's about being a dad on purpose. You don't have to be a superhero to be a good dad. That is good news, isn't it? A while ago, my daughter Ashlyn caught me reading this book. And she said, why are you reading that? Well, why was I reading it? Because sometimes it feels like you have to be a superhero to be a good dad. And I want to be a dad with intentionality. I want to be successful at fatherhood because I embrace it with purpose. But sometimes, sometimes it feels like you have to be a superhero to meet the challenges in front of you. Man, you don't have to be a dad to feel that way. Moms feel this way too sometimes. All of us, we can feel like our on the job we are being asked so much of us that we have to be a superhero to succeed. And right now as we're trying to navigate major crises in the world that are affecting all of our lives, it feels like we're going to have to be superheroes to make our way out of this. Sometimes it just feels like we don't have enough. If that's the case, maybe we can... Find some encouragement in Acts chapter 3. Peter and John were going up to the temple at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, the established prayer time. Meanwhile, a man crippled since birth was being carried in. Every day, people would place him at the temple gate known as the beautiful gate so he could ask for money from those entering the temple. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he began to ask them for a gift. Peter and John stared at him. Peter said, look at us. So the man gazed at them, expecting to receive something from them. <sighs> expecting to receive something from them. You can relate to those words, can't you? The man gazed at them, expecting to receive something from them. And Peter said, I don't have any money. But I will give you what I do have. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Nazarene, rise up and walk. Then he grasped the man's right hand and raised him up. At once, his feet and ankles became strong. Jumping up, he began to walk around. He entered the temple with them, walking, leaping, and praising God. All the people saw him walking and praising God. They recognized him as the same one who used to sit at Temple's beautiful gate asking for money. They were filled with amazement and surprise at what had happened to him. All the people who were amazed crowd in around Peter and John, and that gives them the opportunity to tell them the good news about Jesus. The name of Jesus, they say, itself has made this man strong. That is because of faith in Jesus' name. God has strengthened this man whom you see and know. The faith that comes through Jesus gave him complete health right before your eyes.
And you might relate to Peter and John in this story. They're on their way to the temple to pray. And while they're on their way to the temple, they see a man sitting there who's begging for sustenance, for money so he can survive. And their eyes meet. And he starts to ask them for something. Aren't there days that it seems that everybody you see expects something from you? Your kids need you to be a superhero. Your spouse needs you to be a superhero. Your boss needs you to be a superhero. Your pastor needs you to be a superhero. And everyone that you meet is expecting something from you. It's like that line from the movie Aladdin. The genie talks about what it means to be a genie, and it's poof, what do you need? Poof, what do you need? Poof, what do you need? Everybody expects something from you. But Peter and John didn't have any money. They, they couldn't meet the request. They couldn't do what was asked of them. Man, we feel like that so often, don't we? Like we are asked to give things that we don't have. Money that we don't have. Time that we don't have. Skills that we don't have. But Peter and John know that they have something that's better. Peter says, though I don't have any money, I will give you what I do have. What does he have? He has Jesus. So he gives the man healing in Jesus' name. Dads, you may feel like you don't have what your kids need sometimes. I mean, raising kids is a challenge. And if you feel like you don't have what your kids need, remember that if you have Jesus, you have what they need. And what your kids need from you more than anything else is for you to give them Jesus. And we we look at the world in which we're in and all of the, the struggles that are going on right now from the struggle about COVID and the struggle about the economy and the struggle about race relations. And we think, I don't have anything to give in these moments to a world that's in need. But I want to tell you, if you have Jesus, then you have something to give. And in fact, what you can give is what the world needs more than anything else. It needs Jesus from you. Some things that we can learn from Peter and John, not just that they had something that this man needed more than money, they had Jesus and that they could give it to him, but the way that they gave him Jesus is instructive to us. We need to learn about the way that Peter and John shared Jesus with this man and with this community. So it has something to teach us about how we give Jesus to our families and to our community too. First, notice that when Peter and John were heading into the temple and they saw this man in need, it says in verse 4 that Peter and John stared at him. Another translation says that Peter and John looked intently at him. That's the exact opposite of what we've been trained to do, isn't it? Man, I know if I'm, if I'm out on the street, 
and someone starts to try and ask me for money, you know what the, my first instinct is often? It's to pretend like I don't see them. And you don't make eye contact. You kind of hurry along your way so you don't have to have that conversation. That's not what Peter and John did. You know what they did when they saw the man there? They looked at him. They took notice of him and they looked in detail at what his need was. They looked at him to discover the reality of his situation. Friends who follow Christ, we we need to do a better job of looking at the needs of the people around us. It is so easy for us to pretend like we don't see the needs in the world or to ignore the needs in the world or to pronounce the solution to the needs of the world without ever really looking at the needs of the world, without ever really looking at people who are hurting and struggling. Dads, you need to, you need to spend time looking at your kids. Pay attention to them. Discover what their struggles and needs really are before you try and offer quick solutions. Look at them. Know them. If we're going to be people who help heal problems in our communities, then we have to really look at the people that are being hurt by their problems, that are being hurt by these needs. We've got to really look at people who are affected by poverty and by poor education, by homelessness, and by racist policies. And before we offer solutions, before we try and tell everybody how to fix the problem, we need to really notice the people that are affected and look at them and understand what it is that they're going through. That's what Peter and John did. And that's the second thing they did. Having looked at the man, having noticed him and looked intently at the reality of his situation, then they offered healing in Jesus' name. Jesus calls us to join him in healing a broken world. And healing a world that has gone off track from the Creator's purpose at creation. So Peter and John offered this man healing in Jesus' name. And we are to be people who, having looked at the reality of the situation of people who are hurting in our world, to work to bring healing in Jesus' name. See, Jesus didn't just come to save souls. Jesus came to restore everything to God's original plan and purposes. Jesus is ushering in a new kingdom. And in that kingdom, everything that has been broken by sin is made new and is restored and healed. And so like Peter and John, we are to step into the problems of this world to bring healing in Jesus' name. And when they offered healing to this man, everyone was amazed. And that gave Peter and John the opportunity to tell people 
about the power in the name of Jesus. Oh, you amazed at this? Well, let me tell you about Jesus. It's in his authority that we brought this healing. Let me tell you about how Jesus can bring healing into your own life. Too often, people who follow Jesus have ignored people who are hurting, have stepped out of the problems of the world and from a distance shouted about Jesus. But Peter and John show us a different way here. Instead of standing back at a distance, ignoring the problems of the world and shouting about Jesus, Peter and John show us what it looks like to notice people who are hurting. To bring healing to them in the name of Jesus. And then when everybody's amazed that we are doing healing work in the world, then we can say, oh, well, I do this. Because I have been healed in the name of Jesus and I want to share his healing with you too. Our world would be a dramatically different place if the people of Jesus would regularly look with intention and purpose at the lives of people who are hurting. Then we would work together to bring healing to them in the midst of their struggles. And as we do that, we would tell them about Jesus. About a God who loved them so much that he sent his one and only son into the world to restore everything that is broken. Let's be those kinds of Christians, okay? Let's pray together. Keep, O Lord, your household, the church, in your steadfast faith and love, that through your grace each of us may proclaim your truth with boldness and minister your justice with compassion. For the sake of our Savior, Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. O oh Lord, do it again. Do through us what you did through Peter and John. O oh Lord, give us eyes to see and give us hands to serve. that we might bring healing into this world in the name of Jesus. Amen. May the Lord Jesus Christ open your eyes that you might see. With the eyes of Jesus, may you see those in your family, those in your community who are hurting. And then may you be the hands and feet of Jesus to bring his healing into this world. Go in the name of Jesus Christ to love and serve your Lord. Amen.